Is there a doctor in the house? Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. How are you guys doing? I give a shit, you know. Um, I've been having, like, you know, I decided that I'm going to start talking about myself more because I think that way we can get to know each other. And um, I'm also thinking about quitting group therapy, and um, so I'm going to start doing this, and then maybe I'll be able to quit and save $60 a week. So uh, I'll tell you what's going on in my life because um, things are things are like in this weird place, you know. Like I had that big show um, last month uh, where I sat naked in a gallery, and that that was really cool, and I, that felt productive. Productivity is like really key for me. But uh, now I have nothing coming up. It, this is Art Fair Week, and I've been completely excluded from it. Right, completely excluded, except that. Um, uh, I can actually go and, and look at art and, um, you know, I'm allowed in. I'm a, they won't like go like, oh no, I'm not important enough for them to keep me out is what I'm trying to tell you. So, uh, but I, you know, it's, um, it makes me feel unproductive and that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm like, doing all this stuff that is actually really important that I procrastinate about. And I'm, so I'm facing myself right now. And I want you to know that um, we need, we, we people need to value the work that feels like procrastination. Okay. Um, that's where I'm at. That's what, that's what I want to inspire everybody to do this week. Value the things that feel worthless that you need to do. Okay. That's, that's our notes for the week. Um, I am going to introduce you to our special, special guest today. But before we get started, I just want to make a plug to get you guys, you fucking cheap bastards, donate some money. Come on. You know, I see how much money you guys spend on alcohol and shit. So, like, for the price of, like, one big cocktail, you know, one one cocktail in a nice bar, you could uh, donate money to um, Radio Free Brooklyn. All you have to do is go to the website and go to Radio Free Brooklyn slash pledge and donate like a dollar a month. Okay, that's so cheap. And that's like you would get more appreciation for us from that dollar a month than um, you will like um, you know taking some chick out for a drink where you don't get laid after, okay? You with me on this? You with me on this, Lucia Rollo? Yeah. Yeah. No, Lucia, come on. I'm so low energy. No, you're not. No. She's low energy. She's she's really nervous. She, she's nervous. Is this ridiculous? How can you be nervous? Look at the asshole I just made out of myself, Lucia. Anyway, I'm gonna get Lucia warmed up. So um I love Lucia. I actually know Lucia's Lucia's mother. Oh yeah. Uh, what What did I do? I did gave gave you guys awards, right? Yeah, you gave uh, her You gave her a certificate for like her participation or something. No, for doing such a good job with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here I'll build Lucia up, and then maybe that'll help her relax. Um, Lucia is the inventor, manager, director, founder of the uh, Bushwick Community Dark Room, which is something that I'm not involved in because uh, I got a D in photography in college, mostly because of my printing skills, which they wouldn't probably grade you on now. But uh, so Lucia. 
Although Lucia and I enjoy each other's company, I don't think she would really want me around the dark room. Would you, you? You probably would don't even know that about me yet, Lucia. But I am giving doing you a favor by not getting involved with your community <laughs> dark room. Yeah, I'm really bad at certain things. Um, like the technology here, right, Tom? Um, oh, God, Tom must be so sick of me making fun of him. Tom, our station director. No, but, you know, sometimes he listens. That's why I, that's why I try and, like, uh, make him a running joke on my show because I, I love Tom, and uh, I like – I know he's going to pick on me, so I pick on him where he's defenseless in this situation. Brilliant. So, Lucia, uh, you strike me as somebody. One of one of the qualities about you that impressed me so much is your ability to envision and engage a community. Do you think that's true about you? I mean, not just because of the Bushwick, Bushwick, not just because of the Bushwick community darkroom, but until recently your involvement with Bushwick Open Studios, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess. I, I feel like She's I, so shy. I, what I, happened to you? I feel like I just sort of took the reins of these things and, like, they kind of have a life of their own. And, and they've grown beyond, like, way beyond me. But you... So. Well, that sounds. But but you're you're the impetus for getting it going, right? Yeah, I guess so. But that was just you're so. You're, what what where 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 is the self effacement coming from? Oh God! <laughs> Didn't did you get enough uh, reinforcement growing up? Your mother seems so lovely. Oh, she's lovely now. What happened growing up? Um, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to tell us on the on the radio. It was really fun. My parents got divorced when I was eight. So. Mm-hmm. I probably have heard this story anyway, you know. I mean, I could go back into my psychotherapy tapes and drag it up, so oh, you yeah. might as well just tell I'm me. I'm sure you've heard it from many people. <laughs> no, I have not. I mean, uh, I hear, I you know, I or hear some good. version of it. No, so, well, let's hear it here. These people have not heard it. Oh, well, I mean, my parents never should have gotten married, basically. They were, like, fundamentally wrong for each other, and the only thing that they did that was, like, remotely worthwhile um, during their marriage was, like, you know, they had three pretty awesome kids, neither of whom I speak to anymore. <laughs> That's a whole separate issue. Um, and so, yeah, they got divorced when I was eight, but things were never cool. Everything was always very rocky. And then the divorce took five years, and then I went off to boarding school. So, ah, yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you went to boarding school? Fourteen. Mm. Where did you basically. you wanted to go, right? Yeah, you asked to go. Am oh, I yeah. remembering that correctly? Oh yeah, no. I Why you couldn't like, deal with your family or? Um, yeah. I mean, there were there were like reasons like that, and then there were also like purely practical reasons. Um, the public school in the city that I grew up in. What what city? Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's Cambridge Ridge and Latin. It was going through a period. I think it's gotten better now, but it was going through a very low period of, like, restructuring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the academic quality was just, like, incredibly, incredibly poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to have a grandmother who was willing to help out with paying tuition for um, private school. Uh, and so then I started looking at private schools in the Boston area and um, – 
like I was always sort of like an artsy kid. Mm-hmm. And so I was sort of looking at like the couple of like day schools that were like artsy ish in the Boston area. But I didn't really want to go to any of them because one I had gone to as a very small child and mm-hmm. the other one my sister. went. But to. was boarding school like a way away from your family? A little bit. But once the, once I stopped, like once I started looking past like those two day schools in the immediate Boston area, I automatically started looking at schools that had the boarding option. So once I started looking at schools that had the boarding option, then I just started looking at, at like once it became a consideration, it was just like, well, why? Don't so I- are you the oldest? No. <laughs> are you, where are you in the birth order? I'm in the middle. Hmm. The- I was thinking maybe you were the oldest because you're the organizer of the group oh. of, of groups. Oh no no! But um, so so um, how did your family react when it was like your choice to get out of there? How'd your they mom? They were actually very supportive. How about your siblings? I don't remember them like caring at all. <laughs> so how did you get? How did you? How were you and your siblings growing up? Um, I feel like we were relatively normal. We kind of operated as a unit, but we had our differences. Because you don't talk to them now. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, it's kind of a bummer. Well, I mean, it's 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 a big deal that, you know, you you had you must have had a falling out with them. Yeah. So, so do you, can can we ask you about that? Um a little bit. We basically like came to um I don't know, fundamental disagreements about the character of our father, shall we say? And what was your uh, – I'm on your side. Like, so what was your estimation? I, I just am Rather. waiting for him to die. Like as far as I'm concerned, he's totally dead to me and he's been totally dead So to you me thought the guy was a complete douchebag. Yeah. Totally and your – and your – what is it, sister or brothers? Older sister, younger brother. Uh-huh. And what's their take on it? I don't know. For some reason they don't think he's the worst scum on the face of the earth. Do you um, think he treated you guys differently? Yes, but that doesn't mean any of us necessarily got treated better. I think mm-hmm. he just had different ways of kind of torturing all of us. Mm-hmm. Does that feel like sort of um, what's the word? Sort of like um, a betrayal of sorts in a way because they see it in such a different way than you? Probably. And Probably. I mean, I stopped talking to my dad originally because he was like insulting my brother because like my brother was double majoring in philosophy classics classics and english honors oh yeah he was double majoring in classics and honors english at Mm -hmm. cornell Mm -hmm. um and he got a b and so my dad was like berating him about getting this b and i was just like dad this is literally the most ridiculous thing you could possibly be doing right now like you're in jail you're in jail. Was oh, your dad in jail? Dad, like he was in jail when this conversation happened. So my dad is behind bars, behind bulletproof glass. We're sitting there like talking on the little phones in the prison. And my dad is berating uh, my brother about getting a B in fucking honors English at fucking Cornell. I was like, you are a worthless piece of shit. And I'm never speaking to you again. And I walked out. Whoa. And how did your brother respond to that? We got along really well for a few years after that. And then we had a falling out. You had a fight about years. your dad? Um, I know. I still don't even know what the fucking fight was about. Mm. So your dad was in jail. That's tough. Yeah. Um, what uh, do you know, Cambry Cruz? Anyway, 
No. I saw her this week. She's the um, owner. Actually, she she started her own place, too, QED, which is a great comedy club in Queens, Fanta- oh, wow. fantastic comedy club. And um, her father also was in jail, but uh, she wrote a book about her. Her father was in jail for trying to kill her mother. Um, but, you know, that's a whole other story. But, uh, yeah, I, I have it, – it's, it's starting to seem nor- – well, the point I'm making is – once you a lot of people have their. It's not. It's yeah. just this isn't as unusual as I originally thought. Having yeah. a father in jail. How did your father get in jail? Um, basically the same thing. I mean, he physical violence. Basically, like systematically beat the shit out of every single woman that crossed his path, from like his mother to like my mother and like my sister and I, and and so ultimately it was the girlfriend that he like cheated on my mother with that sent him to jail. But it mm. was it was you know a whole. Mm-hmm. Slew of battery so, and assault. So were you Targos. witness to um violence in your home then? Yeah. And you saw it so you saw it. that's hard. That's really hard. That's fucked up. Come on, that is. Yeah, I'm, yeah you know yeah. it. How, so but how did you get to be so functional? I went away to boarding school. <laughs> and but your brother away. was a double major. Was your brother but your brother went to boarding school too. Oh, and what about your your older sister. She went to the private day school in in Boston that had a student body of like 150 in total. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I'm not going there. Um, but she turned out okay. Yeah, I, I haven't spoken to her in probably like four years because mm-hmm. she started trying to get me to talk to my dad again really soon, and I just was like, nope. Um, and but as far as I know, she is. Uh, she decided she wanted to be like a third grade science teacher, I think, mm-hmm. and, and went to grad school. And mm-hmm. I believe she's now teaching at Dalton. Mm, wow. Last so you're from a really high achieving so. family, I think. I mean, you started a big dark room. You have like a staff and people and <laughs> I have volunteers, volunteers. But it's like a big thing in the community. And it's also not like the kind of thing that people conventionally it's not like starting like a dog rescue that everybody thinks yeah dog rescue we need a dog rescue it's like there aren't a lot of dark rooms right um no but there are more than you would think actually and there are more and more popping up every day there's Mm -hmm. one that just opened in kansas city i'm thinking about this summer planning a like road trip around north america of like dark rooms oh wow that Uh, sounds so fun thing to do that sounds that sounds great that sounds like a great idea and um, also, um, yeah, I think all that stuff is really important, you know. And, um, you know, and I saw that you spoke at uh, – they had you in it at Arama and stuff oh like that. God, I mean that so – But you must be like um, – I'm so terrible at public speaking. You know what? You know what's so weird? I can't believe how, how – um, you're way too hard on yourself. <laughs> That's probably why we get along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, I'm used to well, no, I'm not used to anything, but um anyway, you know what? You 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 work really hard. I will say that you have like an incredible work ethic and I think that um that is something that can get anyone with any kind of you know, people are always expected to be salespeople about themselves, but you know, I think that actually getting the work done is probably what pushes you pushes your projects and you forward as much as anything, right? I just feel like there's so much more I should always be doing. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of what I was just complaining about, right? I mean, I do spend a fair amount of time just kind of sitting around, but 
Not that much, I guess. So anyway, so um, what's your mother's take on your dad? Oh, I mean, she's had a restraining order against him for like, what, 20 years? Like 25 years? So what's her take on um, like the attitude between you and your brother and sister? Like what, what is like the fact that you guys aren't talking and stuff like that? Like what would she say about that? She's not happy about it. No one is particularly happy about it. Sure, of course. Um, But I think she kind of understands where I'm coming from and the fact that I feel like I spent a lot of my life just being caught in the middle between a whole lot of different people. And um, I feel like, honestly, like, in the last, like, five years or so, like, I just kind of got to a point where probably, like, five years ago when I started The Dark Room, presumably, I was like, this is just what I want to do. And this is, like, who I want to be. And this is, like, the path I'm going to follow. And this is just that's that and so that's kind of what I've been doing and and they were not very supportive your your my your, siblings um, um that's yeah. stupid I that's mean, just stupid I mean how could you not they, be supportive were, of such a cool sort of supportive do you think they were jealous or threatened I don't know even I don't even know mm-hmm. I don't even know doesn't matter point, like, they just weren't no there in speculating yeah I just I just felt like they were just that's what you got out of negativity into my life. I feel like my life has gotten a lot better since I cut them out. Wow. So that's really brave. I don't know. So do you so do you feel like maybe you were creating in some way creating your own family system with the dark room and like Yeah, probably. And is that like pretty grounding? Um, I don't know. It'd be more grounding if we like owned a building <laughs> talk about everybody's life it would be more grounding if we all had rent stabilized apartments it'd be more grounding if it be more grounding if we just had government grants or something yeah i know financial instability is the the, the yeah so um one of the things that uh, inspired us to uh, book you on the show, we were like, oh, let's talk about this in the radio, is that we started – I was out one night at uh, a uh, – it was a, a, was it the after party? Yeah. It yeah, was yeah, the yeah. after party for my so. naked performance. Yeah. And uh, we um, started talking about your dating, dating, about that you were dating, and I was like, oh, this will be great on the air. Let's talk about it. And you were really like – you were oh cool. <laughs> you were really like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll do this. And so I'm glad you're I'm glad you're here because as I was saying to you earlier, um I'm a, I I don't date. I mean, I'm I'm I don't date that I'm allowed to talk about because my husband would get really jealous if he knew about my dating life that I do once he's asleep and slip out. Covert. Yeah. Yeah, I date I have a date every night from about, you know, uh, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Just a different guy every night, you know, but he doesn't know about it. No, you know, whatever. My life is, I want to say my life is boring, but yeah, I don't know if it's boring. I, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. You know, I as you know, I was resistant to getting married, right? And um, did you see the film by any chance? No, I can't remember. I yeah. That. We'll show it again, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, Are you there was. show it at their new bar? Pinebox's new bar, isn't that their new? Oh, bar? they have a new bar. Where is it? It's like I think it's across the street from the dark room. I think that's their new bar. Oh. What's her name? Shit. Heather mentioned to me like a year ago that they were opening. A new yeah, bar. I know. I know. They've been talking about it. No, I don't know. We've been trying to get in festivals, which is why I haven't shown it. Blah blah blah. Again, blah 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 blah. Um, 
but I was, you know, notably uh, resistant to getting married. And I do think that um, one of the things that chicks like me, chicks we like, all chicks maybe, a lot of chicks, this is a stereotype about chicks and I'm part of it, that we like romance. You know, guys want to have sex and stuff like that, which is cool. I like I like that stuff too. But we want romance and that kind of being married isn't conducive to being romantic necessarily. Although my husband did buy me flowers uh, a few weeks ago, which I put on Facebook. Did you see it? I think so. Was that like Valentine's yeah. Day? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, but no, it was like random. It was random. I think he'd been out drinking with, well, he'd been out drinking with another with another woman, with a female friend. Maybe that <laughs> had something to do with him. I don't know. He bought me flowers. <laughs> It was really nice for no reason, supposedly, yeah. but no, no, no. I mean, it was really sweet, but I'm just saying that, like, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. It's a big deal when people buy you flowers, though, because it really doesn't happen very often. No, no, people no. People do that. No, no, and it was really sweet. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's not necessarily the most – Romance and being married, being with the same person for a long time isn't – those things aren't – you know, those things don't go together well. We, I mean, we all know this. Yeah. It's not just me or Phil or any idiot. It's, when you're living with someone on a day-to-day basis, your relationship mm-hmm. is going to change. Yeah, except we don't go to the bathroom in front of each other. That's good. I, I think it's so smart. Do it does like, – it, it does keep it like a little bit yeah. like less – it keeps it from being like – that person's Just gross. Close the door. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some boundaries, which has helped. But um, anyway, so I don't, I can't bring a whole lot of romance and, and and intrigue to this show. So I'm excited that you're here. So maybe we can dig some dig some up in your life, and I can get a little vicarious thrill. I do talk about dating quite a bit with different people, so it's not like I have no idea. But so let's get let's talk about what we started talking about at the bar. How's that? Yeah, I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're dying to. No, you, you know, we're we're all very supportive of you. Let me tell you that. Let's give Lucia a round of applause at home. If you're home, give her a round. Thank you, Lucia. Thank you for for being here and 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 helping us understand how complex dating is. Yay! So what's going on? I don't know. Well, what what were we talking about then? And, and it was a few weeks ago. So what were we, what were we talking about that night? Let's start there. This dude. <laughs> dude. Okay, well, we've established that you like date guys. vaguely describe him without, like, giving too much information. Just, okay, we don't want to call out the guy. We don't want to call out names. We don't want to call out. We don't want to embarrass anybody. Anybody we don't want to embarrass. Um, so um, why don't you just, why don't you just make, let's make up, let's change, let's make up a name for him and make up some of the characteristics. That's this is a case study, and that's what we do. Therapists, we fake, even fake therapists like me, uh-huh. do in case studies. You change the name and a few details. Like therapists are always using their patients for case studies, and that's what we're doing. We're just changing some of the details so the person isn't recognizable. Yeah, totally cool. cool. Totally ethical. So let's make up a name for him. Um, I'll make up a name for him. How's that? Um, let's call him. Can we call him Tiger Beat? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I'm looking at this poster. Let's call him Tiger Beat. Okay, so you're dating this guy called Tiger so Beat. I love it. 
Okay. Tiger Beat is... Okay, now make this up. Let's make this up. What does Tiger Beat do for a living? Make up... Make up something. Make up something. Make up something that, like, will make sense to you. Make up something. will make sense to me. Well, can we pretend he's a DJ then? Because he's totally not a DJ and never would be. But that's kind of, like... All right. Okay. Does he have a regular? Well, I want to know something. Does he have a job that he goes to like every day? So he like, no, he works. He like builds shit and like does whatever like shit people hire him to do on a day to day. Okay. So let's pretend he gets hired to do gigs. Yeah. He he gets hired to do gigs. Okay. So he's a DJ. Um, How old is he? How old are you? You're 20. 29. And is he in your age range? No, he's about 15 years older than me. <laughs> okay, so that's truth. So that's a thing. Okay. He's that's 15. an approximation. That's give or take. Okay, so that that's, that's and uh, has give he ever take. been married or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what, like many, many times? I think he might still be married. Ah, <laughs> uh, do we know that he, that he is married? Um, if he is, it's like a green card marriage. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. All right. So where's he from then? He's from New England. Oh, it's not for him then. No, it's not for him. New England, isn't that part of the United States now? What year is this? 1770. Okay, so he, but, but. But he married. Did he get paid for the green card I think marriage? So. I, don't, I, don't really, oh. I, I hope he got something good out of it think, besides just merely a blowjob or something. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, well, let me put it to you this way: When you let's say, are you still kind of dating him? This is a few weeks ago. Is this still current? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I saw him yesterday for the first time in like a week, but only very briefly, and like not in any sort of like romantic capacity. Okay. So is he? Is he dating? I mean, okay, a few weeks ago, he may have an, he may be dating other people or he may have a girlfriend or, Um, is he seriously involved with anyone? Do you think maybe he is? Not as far as I can tell. Okay, not enough to make that part of the story. I don't think so. Okay, we're getting the picture. But I mean, who knows? You never okay, know. Okay, Tiger Beat. I like this guy. <laughs> Tiger DJ. Beat, and he's like, how old is he now? He's 35 years old. <laughs> Tiger <laughs> Beat, cool. Tiger Beat, the 35 year old DJ. I love it. Love this guy. Um, anyway, so Tiger Beat. So, what was going on? What, what were we starting to talk about as far as the dating experience you were having with him oh just basically like that i was having an experience wherein i was like seeing someone on like a repeated basis and like i don't do that no Um, no and i mean also to be like seeing someone on a repeated basis who's like not particularly stable and substantially older than me like makes me wonder about why I'm drawn to that kind of person and all that kind of stuff, too. So it's like, well... Sure. Well, is that... Um, so is I think that that's a... basically what Willow and I were talking about at the bar mm-hmm. when you came up. Willow Goldstein, who we who is one of our... Who's like She's one of your best, best friends? Yeah. And She's I mean, I love her, too. I love her, too. So yeah, and she left, and we were so sad. She's leaving. But she'll be back. We'll see her yeah. again. We'll see her again. Uh so anyway, yeah, I remember I came over to you guys because I was like, hi, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I was like. It was like the end of the party, too. And I was like, I was just feeling like I have no social skills, but I want to like connect with these girls that I love. 
So I came over to you and, and just aggressively butted in and, on your conversation. What else conver- did we expect from you, though? <laughs> it's your party. <laughs> it was funny. So anyway, so, um, yeah, so the guy's older and he doesn't, he's kind of directionless, right? Is that what you're saying? I mean, he's been through a lot and he's done a lot of different things in his life. And he was hit really hard by the uh, crash in 2008. So, like, he's just been having a rough time kind of picking up the pieces from that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess at the moment he's kind of directionless. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. so is that a pattern for you? Yeah. Directionless guys? Yeah. Move your face over a little bit more towards oh, the mic. Okay, okay good. Okay. Good. Um, very good. Very good. And um, so uh, much better. Yes, we love it. Um, so, I mean, of course, the obvious the obvious not elephant in the room is that your father was such a horrible example of... Right? Real, yeah, that like it's hard to imagine that you wouldn't be marked by that. Right. But you're young enough that we can still like it's not too late. It's not a done deal. Is, like every time I try dating guys that are my age, I'm just so fucking bored by them. I was trying to explain this to someone yesterday and it's just like fucking dudes in their 20s are so clueless. You know, I mean, seriously, I can see why that would... so fucking clueless. Yeah, because you you have been through um, a lot in your life with your family and getting yourself out into boarding school and starting your own business. And, you know, you just traveled by yourself to um, Joshua Tree National Park. And, yeah, I mean, I could see how that could be... For one thing, intimidating to to young men, right? Is it? You think? I don't even know what it is. I I I don't I don't even know what it is. Like I just find like when I like the few times in the last few years when I've like tried to date dudes that are like around my own age, like it just gets really 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 boring really 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 quickly. Yeah, no, and I, I just, could like, see I that. Go from being like attracted to them to being like utterly repulsed by them like really quickly. No, I and could. I don't even know what does it. You know, it's like the sound of you chewing. <laughs> yeah, know? that's well, that's what I'm saying. It's hard being married. Uh, that drives every. I've heard so much complaints. Uh, it drives everybody crazy. Eventually, the chewing part. That's number one. Um, but I think also like you've just had a real lot of um, a lot of real life experiences for your age, and I probably you probably there aren't that many women who may be even your age that you you know you've done a lot for your age. No, sometimes I feel like I have, and sometimes I feel like I haven't. I mean, there are a lot of twenty nine year olds out there that have done a lot more shit than I have. Yeah, like uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's oh she's only twenty three. She's done a lot more than you. She's more like twenty five. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Jesus. I mean, the fact that Beyonce is like 34 makes me cry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, but they started – forget it. Let's yeah. not let's <laughs> compare ourselves. I started doing photography when I was 12. Yes, exactly. And look where – yes. So, so um, I mean, that's not the problem. The problem is really that it sounds like he's a little bit directionless or what's – what? let's – Tell me why the guy that you're dating or have been dating or was dating, um, it, it doesn't have a shit. To, he sounds like doesn't have a shit together. Oh yeah, I mean he's. Uh, no, he doesn't have a shit together. There's okay, what? Like what? Like what? That was something he would kill me for saying. Um, He'll never hear this. He probably doesn't even have an internet. <laughs> he hasn't paid his bill. Don't worry about it. 
I, I'll say you're dating Tiger Beat, so it'll show up as a. Right. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, he's basically like unmedicated bipolar and self-medicating with alcohol. Mm. Like that's the simplest way I can like put it down. And sometimes he's really fine. Like right now, when I saw him yesterday, like he's got a job now and like he's working like consistently and like he seems like he's doing okay now. But like a week and a half ago. That was not the case. Would he have been really drunk? Probably. Yeah. Or at least like severely depressed, you know? Like, right. That kind of depression that comes over you and you just like can't fucking move. And like I, like I totally – the problem is like I – I mean it's not a problem but it kind of is because like I can totally understand that. Because <laughs> yeah. I totally like experience that. And so like when he goes into that kind of like regressive – phase it's like well no i understand what you're going through right now and you need to just like like get through this you know and like like i'm not gonna like sit here and like reprimand you and like tell you to get through this i'm just gonna like try and like help you get through it like as best as i can and like let you know that i'm there Mm -hmm. but like it's still on you to like eventually pull your ass out of bed and take a shower (laughs) so are you like a rock for this guy i don't know i mean yeah you can say i guess that's my concern is that you wind up being a rock because um so here's some like just stupid psycho babble i'm just going to throw this out there because it went through my head right now but like so um i could imagine being in your situation uh and wanting to date a guy that i could then fix like my bad dad (laughs) You've probably even heard this before, right? It's classic. It's something like that. It's yeah. definitely something like that. Because, yeah. like, when I, like, think about my dad, it's like, oh, well, yeah, he was, like, sort of a provider. Like, he had a day job, but he always made it so clear that he hated his day job so much and that he thought he was a failure. And then ultimately he was a failure because he was so – Violent and drunk. Like, Basically, <laughs> so it'd be cool to date a guy who was sort of like him that you could then help and fix, and then right. everything would turn out I was, much better. Know, I was talking to my neighbor down the hall though, like about this guy, and and he was like, the thing about that makes this guy different is like, well, I don't know. I mean, well, what is it? Yeah, you know, to you it's different. So I've known him for like a year, and like we were friends, you know. And I do mm-hmm. genuinely like him as a right. person, and I do genuinely right. care about him as right. a person, and I do genuinely want the best for him, like just on like a purely humanistic friendship. Sure, level. sure. You like the guy. But, like at the same time, you like, like Tiger Beat. <laughs> I get it. He's a That's, fucking he's, sweetheart. He's a good guy. That's great. <laughs> he's like a very, very yeah. He's very like great. solid and good. And, like, yeah, he when, shows up to his DJ gigs on time, <laughs> right? When he shows up, <laughs> if he's not drunk or depressed in right. bed. <laughs> but you're putting a lot of energy into helping somebody that well, I'm not really putting that much energy in right now. I'm just kind of like I, it's more like the fear of getting sucked into that situation. Well, that's smart. You know, that's smart. So, is there a pattern? pattern in your life like this have you have oh you, yeah no like all the date, dudes that i've ever dated have just been basically like disasters or like fucked up or like, like just not people losers and you're so motivated and right and so like but i also do that like 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 mothering nurturing thing where right like, oh yeah come into my life and here like let me like feed you and like take care of you and like right sit on my couch and like let's hang out right and whatever and all of a sudden, it's when like, Phil oh, hears about this, he's definitely going to ditch me for you, for sure, for sure. I'm not letting. I hope he's not listening. It just becomes this like 
automatic thing when I'm like in a relationship, quote unquote. Like you I, wind up taking care of the guy. It's like this role that I adopt, which I think is part of the reason I've been so like reticent just in general to like like get into like a relationship. Like because you don't trust yourself. I just don't like that labeling, and I feel like I'm going to become someone that I don't want to be. Yeah. Well, um. Yeah, I mean, I can see, I can see how that could be a pattern. I could see how, like, that's a hard pattern to break, and I think I could see how that's, you know, how that's, yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. That <laughs> that makes a lot of sense that your life is really fucked up in that way. <laughs> I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot over the last like year or so, and it's just like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I relate to that with my own, my own life, my own father, my own father problems um, and stuff like that. And I think it's really common. You know, yeah. I think it's really common like that you wind up, we wind up falling in love with people that repeat the same patterns that are unhealthy patterns and we're not turned on by the people right. that are good for us. But then, like, how do you figure out what's good for you, really? You know, I mean. Well, I think, you know, I mean, that's hard because it's sort of like not not your it's not your instincts. Do you know what I mean? Your instincts aren't good for you in a way. But sometimes they are. Yeah. Have you met people that you think are good for you? Or what do you mean? They're good in some areas. They're great. They work great. They work great. Your instincts are great. Necessarily. Yeah, but. your instincts are great. I mean, I would say that, like, um, you know, come back every week. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, it is a kind of thing, though, that um, it makes perfect sense and all that. And uh, you're you're smart about it. You know, it's a problem. You you're not just accepting it. So, but um, I I'm think trying like, to be aware of it because I feel like that's yeah, the only way to like, no, that's it. that's great. But have you? Do you have like? I'm wondering if you have some like unresolved or unidentified issues about it that you kind that kind of sneak up on you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, one of the things that occurred to me while we were talking, and you tell me, but the fact that the um, breakups or whatever, the estrangement, whether it's probably <laughs> temporary, really. You know, you're still 29. What? With your brother and sister, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah. So yeah, those. No, is, I imagine that'll be resolved one day. I mean, somebody's right. bound to have a baby or get married or something. Or, or just people will change um, and develop. Yeah. Um, so, but there's a lot of. Un- I get the sense that you're not clear about a lot of that. Like you're not really that clear exactly why. It makes sense that yeah. it happened, and there's but there's a lot of like, like things what that you're the just actual impetus. Like, yeah. What is what is the real source of right, the, the right. conflict? Yeah, no, I right, have no which idea. makes me think that some of the stuff that happened with your dad, um, and also because you were really young and probably don't remember a lot of it, you know, I think some of that stuff must have affected you in ways that you're just not that oh, yeah. clear on but that right? would take some like years real therapy serious, yeah like, that's when i'm saying come back we'll talk about every detail of it like, unconscious mode, come like. you'll need to come back every day <laughs> every i charge 150 an hour <laughs> yeah once a week yeah i know oh, that's a problem with therapy benefit by digging that shit up you know like well yeah. it's it's not necessarily that you're going to benefit it's not the digging up of it it's just 
the awareness of it and the acceptance of it because a lot of times like um well i know it's down there somewhere and that's fine with me and i'm fine with leaving it down there so does that count as awareness and acceptance no (laughs) that counts as repression sorry i know it's there no repression (laughs) i'm sorry these are these are (laughs) uh so that's cool though i mean you're you know like the thing is your life is really good i mean you have a lot of friends you do well in life you you know you have a lot to make yourself happy and that you know and you're making your you're making your art everybody needs money you know and there's a lot of like you're doing a lot of things that will i think help you develop personally to a place where um you know you'll be in more ready for a healthier relationship and or you know a person who's going to be productive for you i mean i don't see any like this is all just kind of normal development from from what i can tell i i feel that way and and there's nothing wrong with it i just think that you know some of the some of the stuff that you know you don't want to deal that's not fun dealing with is probably going to show up at some point or whatever anyway well, I'm um, never going to have kids, so I don't have to worry about that. You're sure about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get my tubes dyed. Like, really? Like, like a year or something. Well, yeah. that's, a real, that's a real statement. Yeah. Why? Why? Um, there are so many reasons. There's but is, so but, much but, mental health like issues in my family. Mental health. Like just uh, that, that for number one reason. Like I don't want to bring a crazy person into the world. I don't want to bring a tortured person into the world. Also, the world is a fucking terrible place. Also, overpopulation. Also, like, look at me. I could never raise a child. Also, like, shall I really keep going? <laughs> no, but, there, you know, you are also, I wanted to say this, too. You are really self-critical. Well, And that hurt. I get hurt. I feel bad when I hear the way you talk about yourself. Oh. It hurts me. No, I don't. I don't. But it hurts. It hurts me. You deserve. You deserve better from you. Let's all write Lucia like really inspiring. We love you, Lucia. Everybody send her like it's a. It's funny because I feel like I'm treating myself so much better than I used to. Oh well, that's a good sign. Like I feel like I'm being so much nicer to myself than I used to be. Oh well, <laughs> well that's good. How did? Yeah. yeah. So you feel? See, that's what I'm saying. You're you put yourself out there so you can have your own growth, which is great. Um. So um, and you know that the guys are not productive for you which is good yeah so where are you now with this guy what's going on now i don't know oh i was gonna also ask you this wait let me just back up a bit (laughs) bit what about just using birth control what about like having sex i mean is that like something like don't you i mean i have an iud oh okay i just don't ever want to run the risk of ever having a baby Mm -hmm. I just there's something about it that makes me wonder if it's sort of there's something sort of physically um, destructive about it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I know it's not an experience that I want to have. I felt like I had oh. an alien inside me. And I oh, just, the okay. I could think was you don't like, want to go out, through that this out, again. Get this out, get this out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So where are you now with this guy? Oh, I don't know. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I saw <laughs> you, him briefly yesterday. Like, But did you make a plan to see each other? Um, I might run into him again tonight. <laughs> you avoided <laughs> answering that question. He Interesting. might come by the dark room later. I don't know. We'll see. But he said he might. 
Um, what's your feeling about this guy? Confused. Yeah, especially because when he pulls his shit together, like, he's so fucking awesome. Right. You know? And, like, he... He's fixed. When right. it gets fixed, like, he's like, great. He's so, so, so... Fantastic. Like, awesome. Um, and I'm just, like, I just, like, I want you to be like this all the time because you're, like, he's he's happy, you know? And, yeah. And, like, it's not like when he's not happy, he's, like, not himself but it kind of is you know he's a, he's yeah. a bad version of himself and I just I don't like seeing people in that much pain you know do, do you think there's a kind of intimacy does he like like the fact that you sort of you sort of like take care of him and make him feel okay when he's not so such good shape I mean is that he part of the dynamic he likes the fact that he feels like I do actually understand what he's going through right um, which I'm glad because I do sort of feel mm-hmm. like I sort of actually understand what he's going through i don't think i can understand on any level close to like what he's experiencing because like he's had such an insane life mm-hmm. um but yeah because he's tiger beat right. <laughs> uh but the thing is is that um part of what's going on is that um you both are getting some sort of intimacy i think through some feeling of closeness by through saving him in a way does that make sense to you I think we're bonding over our brokenness. Hmm. Say, I think that's a better way to put it. Because uh-huh. I don't think I'm saving him per se. I think I'm just kind of. So you feel like? Play. Do you feel like he's there for you? Like what? What? Yeah, do you, totally. Okay, so like yeah. one of the things I was going to say he's is, a sweetheart. You know, you you you're obviously really good to. You know, you have a lot to offer him. And what are you, what are you getting? What is he giving to you? Like, he's there for you. You yeah. feel like he's there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I can call him when I need, mm-hmm. you know, somebody to, like, give me a hand. Or, well, I mean, I can't call him because he doesn't have a phone. <laughs> Seriously? Because he has no money? <laughs> no, because he fucking lost it in my house. I don't know how this happened, but he lost it in my house. We searched my entire house, but, like... We both saw it lying on the floor next to the bed, and then it was gone. Oh. Well, <laughs> if you can solve that, maybe we should maybe we should do a, a whole like investigation over there. It was so insane. We need to send we need to send people over. And... <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> that's crazy. That's really it was crazy. So, it's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I was like, are that's... the littles living in my fucking rafters? Like. And it just disappeared? Like, you like, remember him walking in with it and then not leaving? I remember seeing it on the floor, like, next to my bed when he mm-hmm. was, like, passed out mm-hmm. in my bed. And mm-hmm. then, like, I came home. I went out I went out to the dark room and came back mm-hmm. a few hours later and it was gone. But as far as I was aware, like, he basically hadn't moved. <laughs> so that is like, really weird. So there's a, mis- there's a mystical quality to that. That's weird. all it is. It's really – there's some, like, yeah. alternative – that's proof there's an alternative universe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did not know this, but I guess there is. There's a black hole in my apartment. <laughs> there are black holes. You know, they, they – yeah. yeah. Einstein was right. We found that out. Right. And so now we realize that's something that's going on in your very own apartment. Interesting. You could probably make money selling tickets to that. Ooh. So we solved your financial problems. Um, Does this guy have drug and alcohol problems? Because that's always an extra bonus if he does. Um, 
Yes. He doesn't have a drug problem, I don't think. Okay, alcohol problem. But I mean, yeah. He I, has an alcohol problem. To a certain degree, a lot everyone of, that I know has an alcohol problem. I'm not talking um, like three drinks. I'm talking like yeah. I'm talking like I'm talking like uh, falling ever falling down drunk. Does Sometimes. he he gets falling down drunk? Do you ever get falling down drunk? Which is fine. I mean, I have, but not in a long time. Yeah, that's not your habit, <laughs> that's is not it? Though. No. Okay. And the thing about is like it's not really his MO either. Like he does sober up for weeks at a time, you know. But he's capable of having And is that yeah. um you think that's his bipolar thing going yeah. on? And is he on medication for that? Ooh. And does he want so, to I mean I, yeah, that's like I mean that we've had that conversation like like um briefly. Um he's going to fucking kill me if he hears this. I'm going to like he's going to murder me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, yeah, we sort of had that conversation, and like I looked up like the he, he seems like he could be receptive to it. So I mean, if 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 this does go to any level of like saving, you know, like that's the level of saving that it would go to, where I would just be like, okay, let's go to the clinic and get you a prescription because mm-hmm. it will make your life mm-hmm. better. I mean, and the thing is, like, like I. I went on Wellbutrin about a year ago, mm-hmm. and it has fundamentally changed my life. Me too. I mean, when I started taking Prozac like over 20 years ago, it totally yeah. changed my life. I'm yeah. a big believer in yeah. that stuff. I was so not, and then I got to a certain point where I was like, all I can ever fucking think about is how incredibly depressed I am, and like they make pills to solve that. Right, and because so, it is biological a yeah. lot of times, you know, because like somebody like you, your life is – pretty damn good you shouldn't right. be you shouldn't there's no reason in, for you like to be depressed you don't have any good reason right and like for him it's like well your depression isn't doing anything except making you even more miserable you know it's it's just well, hurting you and so if you could find some sort of prescription that could sort of balance you out a little bit like you'd be okay well maybe. a lot of is he really manic depressive because a lot of manic depressives don't like to take min- yeah. medication because they like the mania is that is does he fit into that category you suppose i don't think he really gets too manic what do you think his objection to taking medication is um i don't know have I, you talked I, about it at all or no? not not at that direct level not to that yeah not to that length mm-hmm. um, what does he say about his depression does he wish he wasn't depressed think so i don't know he if you really were... talk about it when he's not depressed and like when he uh, is depressed he's so depressed that he's just mostly like mm, want to kill himself it's a day and night type guy yeah. um but is he like if you were involved with a guy like this like in the big picture like is he somebody that would be destructive for you in the sense that like he doesn't maybe you know find it, like the way he lives his life would it be a would it like That's I'm just what talking I've been, about like, trying like to figure out I don't really think it necessarily would have to be. You know what I mean? Like cuz he's not like someone like I could still, you know, I still can very much keep my own separate life and like mm-hmm. he doesn't have to like infringe mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. my shit. Mhm. So right. But like that's that's the, that's kind of the like thing that I'm like looking out for right is like hmm. 
can I That's good. maintain that? Yeah. No, this sounds like, you know, you know, also another thing that I think is really important that I, uh, I want to put out there that is so important, I think, that I really respect about what you're doing, which is that you are involved with somebody in some way where a lot of people who um, – you know, they just reject people or they don't get oh, involved. I've done a lot of that. <laughs> and I've been doing that and I'm like seriously struggling with not doing that right now. Right, because there's no growth it's so in much that. It's easier for me to just like push someone away than it is right. for me to like right. actually even like think about right. like, allowing someone into my life. So that's, I mean, that's, it, that's like why I'm having all this like internal conflict, right? Right. Like, See, this is what this I'm saying. I'm, I'm hearing my heart. I'm hearing growth in this. I'm hearing growth. I'm hearing a lot of really sensible, in-touch stuff from you that you're really intuitive about what's going on. You make like – you make – you don't need me. (laughs) You make perfect sense. I wrote him this message the other day and I I showed it to – because my neighbor down the hall and I – like he's one of my best friends. um, Mm -hmm. But I showed it to my neighbor and he read it and was just like, oh my god, you have yourself like totally like psychologically – No, you – have you been in therapy? Um, Have you ever done it? Yeah. I I was in therapy for like – um, eight years went from from when I was like eight to when I was like sixteen. Oh, okay. And then I, I've been in, intermittently over the last few years, mm-hmm. but mostly I just read a lot of like um books about um. Well, I took a lot of psych classes in college, yeah. and my mom is a, like a registered psychiatric nurse. So, oh, okay, like, yes. Yeah. So you, I'm just you're aware, yeah. About. And I and 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 from taking all the psych classes in college, I. I read a lot of psych books and and learned a lot about like diagnoses and then I read a couple of books that were specifically about um what is it cognitive brain therapy CBT? cognitive therapy CBT yeah. that's great yeah. shit you don't yeah. ever have to dig up your past if you just go that route right so that's I sort of tried doing that for it's a while it's probably smart and yeah so um anyway can you believe how fast this time goes we only have 6 minutes left so um so I think that 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 you're doing I think it like that's really impressive then I think you know you're you're you are having a growth experience and it doesn't sound like really like it's you know dangerous like you know what you're doing and it'll develop however it's going to develop in a way that you will get growth out of but can can you just talk like really quickly about what it was like I'm like I'm hearing you say that you were used to be um that this is new for you, maybe, and that you used to reject people. So, can you give us the, that a picture of what that was like? What you were that what you were like in that scenario? Because this seems like development. Well, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier, with like just like shutting down and getting repulsed and just walking away. So yeah. you mean guys would like approach you? They don't. Oh. Um, what do you mean by you that? Mean? <laughs> what do we mean? Like if I go on, if I well, who was what? Like, what do you? What would you think it's? Or if yeah, I just, like if I go on dates, I I I I was doing a little bit of like internet dating for a little sure. while there, and and like I would just go on these dates, and like I just get to the point where it's like, why am I wasting? you know, two or three hours with a stranger having a conversation about something I don't care about when, like, I don't even have the time to, like, see my friends, you know? Right, right, um, right. And I'd so much rather be drinking a beer with somebody that I actually, like, know I like. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. Which is why this guy is, like, safe, because I know I like him. 
So. Right. Well, that that all sounds good. I think you're in. A, I think you're in a really good place for 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 your age. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a very high grade. You get a grade. A very okay. good grade on this. That's a weird sound, and I have no idea where it's coming from. I haven't. It sounds t- like an air compressor. I haven't touched anything. I swear to God. I didn't move. I promise. The sign says not to touch anything. So. I and I, I haven't either. It just came on, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, okay, so we only have four minutes left. So to just because we're talking about dating and you're a young person in Bushwick, and tell me what do you think, what do you think the most common errors that, that women, women that you know make with guys, like about themselves, <laughs> about themselves? What do you see that oh frustrates you? I have no idea. Don't like you ever think do, like sometimes I think that women sell themselves short and put and not like put out, but uh, they make themselves too easy. Girls that I know that are in relationships are in relationships with pretty awesome guys. Mm-hmm. That's Most good of to the hear. Girls that I know are single are single because they haven't found anybody that's half as awesome as they are. Hmm. But I'm very biased <laughs> when talking about my girlfriends. Sometimes I think, I, think I, I mean, awesome the thing that I see, and that's this has been time immemorial, is that women don't value themselves with guys. Do you? I see that. Do you see that? Or maybe the women that you're friends with are past that. Um... I think I think I don't actually see so much of that like with within the relationships that like I am actually like familiar with enough that I feel comfortable giving a verdict on but mm-hmm. there aren't very many of those relationships there's like probably like four or five that I'm basing this statement on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but that's because like I only really would consider myself to be able to make this kind of judgment call about maybe 10 people in general whether they're single or, right. or in a relationship. Well, you know what? This is another uh, check in 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 your in your success box then, in your psychotherapy success success box because you're surrounding yourself with people who are in healthy relationships or true. know what a healthy relationship is. That's true. This is great. Wow. <laughs> this is great. Progress. Yeah. See, a lot of times, you know, you know what I think? I think a lot of times people that don't give themselves enough credit, it's they are doing a lot better than than they think or than it than it, than they present. It's true. It's a good defense. Always exp- always think like you're doing worse than you are. Right, I do and this. You can't be let down. Yeah, I do that. Like, nobody can tell you you're stuck if you already tell them you're sucking. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like that. I like that too. Well, Lucia, I feel like I feel like I've learned. I feel. You know what? You gave me a really good feeling today. You, yeah. you made me feel like really positive. Yeah, I'm really really happy to happy to hear this, and uh, I'm really glad you were on. I think, I think that um, you're you you're obviously somebody who's working on stuff, but you're on. Uh, a difficult, difficult, not impo- not really, really hard, but you're on a difficult, but yet very positive road. And, and the most important thing is you're working on the growth. Yeah, you I feel guess. that, right? I mean, it's something I guess I wanted to do. You know, I felt like I was in a bad place a few years ago, and I didn't want to be in a bad place anymore. So I started trying to get out of it. And you got yourself out of it. And you're 
dating a like like well no but you're on the path which is really cool and you know what if you're dating a dj named tiger beat i mean how bad can life be right sounds really he sounds like a cool dude so anyway i think he's a pretty cool 